Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. How's it going, Giants fans? Welcome back to Fireside Giants with your boys, Alex and Anthony. Today, we are going to discuss the Giants waving Tay Crowder, the implications that has and why Landon Collins should be getting a little bit more of an opportunity with this defense. Now, last week against Washington, we saw uh, Collins have a pretty solid game, came up in some big moments, was kind of playing the de facto linebacker role, money backer, as uh, Graham Gano would call it. Um, and now, or even James Betcher way back uh, when the Giants were with Pat Graham and whatnot. But, you know, this is definitely an interesting player, Landon Collins. He's got some energy. He's still not a bad player. I just think that he wasn't really a fit for what we were trying to do um, because he's a little bit smaller than a traditional linebacker. But um, he is a very, I guess, kind of high IQ player. I think that physically he's fallen off a little bit over the years. He can't cover, which is a big uh, kind of downfall for him. But it seems like he is just energized and he wants to play. He wants to provide value. He wants to keep playing in this league and he wants to keep putting it all on the field. So we're going to discuss that, kind of what he can bring and what the Giants are losing in Tay Crowder, which is nothing much. But Anthony, before we dive into it, how do you think, my friend? I'm doing great. Tay Crowder, he said a couple of weeks ago on Twitter that he wanted to be freed and the Giants have gone ahead and freed him. And it seems like it's not really a big deal. Now, it's kind of a big deal because when you look at the linebacker room for the New York Giants, there's not a lot of depth there. But the reason I think they'll be OK is because of Landon Collins. I think Landon Collins showed a lot in the week 15 win over Washington. He only had, I think, three combined tackles, but they were in clutch moments and he was playing well from start to finish. And I, I just think that what he provides to the defense is speed compared to a linebacker. I think he He's got more speed, more range in the middle of the field than a traditional linebacker would. And he's got more coverage reading capabilities because he used to play safety. So when you look at Tay Crowder, any of these backup practice squad level linebackers that the Giants trot out there on any given Sunday, I think with Landon Collins, a former pro bowler, former, I think, second team all pro with the Giants in 2016, he's a great player. And not only is he a hard hitter and great at filling in run gaps and playing run defense, he's also got the vision to read a quarterback and read the coverages or play the coverage as well, rather. So I like what Landon Collins can provide. I think that he's actually an upgrade over Tay Crowder. I don't think Tay Crowder was providing the Giants with much at all, but the linebackers left on the roster. If you got to pick any of those who you think could stand out other than Landon Collins, I'm looking at Micah McFadden. I think his role will continue to increase. I know he was a little banged up a couple weeks ago, but as he gets healthy, especially for this final stretch, if we do make it into the postseason, the Giants might have to rely on him, some of these other young guys. But I think that standing out as a veteran presence and a true leader who's been a captain for the Giants in the past, Landon Collins makes a lot of sense to see his role expanded and to really start playing a pretty significant role in the New York Giants defense. Absolutely. And we wish nothing but Tate Crowder well in the future. You know, good dude. Never did anything crazy here. Um, but obviously, you know, Mr. Relevant, when you're the last pick in the draft, you're not expected to be this astronomical player with a ton of value in production. Um, but he did fill a role for the Giants. You know, the Giants really haven't had that much depth at linebacker for a very long time. You know, Blake Martinez's injury forced Crowder into that Mike linebacker role. Um, as a rookie, played in 403 snaps. He struggled pretty much everywhere. Um, played over 1,000 snaps last year, 130 combined tackles, three tackles for a loss, and two interceptions this season uh, with Wink Martindale on defense. 445 snaps before being pretty much benched in Week 8 against the Seattle Seahawks, and he hasn't played much uh, recently. Now, the main reason Tay Crowder was benched, aside from not being able to cover, um, is that he can't tackle either, right? 23.7% missed tackle rate this season, the highest it's been. Um, I think it's an 8% increase from last year, around 16%. 
um, you know, it's just not sustainable. You, you can't you can't have a linebacker with a almost a twenty four percent missed tackle rate. That means a quarter of his tackles are pretty much missed. Like that, it, the production that other opposing offensive players are getting because of that uh, vulnerability is tremendous. You know what I mean? Like if you give a if you give a, a pass to a receiver, or even a running back, and your linebackers at the second level. Um, and they missed that tackle, that could be a touchdown. You know what I mean? That could be second level, the third level. Maybe there's one, two guys back there to make a stop. Linebacker misses a tackle at the second level, and they're off to the races. That's an extra 10, 20, 30 yards, maybe a, a score, whatever it might be, um, or another or, or first down, you know, keeping a third down into a first down. It's just those little inch-level inch games, those little tiny variables that play a part in winning and losing football games. And ultimately, Tate Crowder was hurting uh, the Giants in a negative way. Wanted to be freed. He's free now, so... Uh, maybe he can do better with another team, but I don't think he's going to find an opportunity starting anytime soon. I don't think he's uh, really that great, but nonetheless, hopefully um, he he has a very successful future and um, all the best wishes to him and his family. But looking at Landon Collins, this is a guy that a lot of people have been mentioning on Twitter, social media, and on the YouTube comments for a, quite a while now, a couple of weeks, and asking why is he not getting more playing time? Why is he on the practice squad? Um, I think mostly he was just learning the defense and they wanted to use him in specific ways. Uh, obviously, you look at Wink Martindale's scheme, a lot of blitzing. Um, you need those linebackers to stop the run. And ultimately, I think they just wanted to give more reps to uh, Micah McFadden, right? Jalen Smith has been playing at a, a good enough level where they can't take him off the field justifiably. And instead of using Landon Collins, they decided let's use Micah McFadden. Um, you know, he's our rookie. He's our Indiana product, sixth round pick. Um, or fifth round pick, well, I think fifth round pick. Let's just get him action, get him reps. Like it doesn't hurt, you know. Your defense, your Giants are struggling, losing a couple games. Let's get him some some work and see what he can do. He's been struggling. He's dealing with a couple of nicks and knacks. So now Landon Collins suddenly has an opportunity to take on a much bigger role in this defense. Maybe he's signed next year. Maybe they just keep him around in a veteran minimum deal, and he's able to provide some value moving forward, which I think is a very realistic possibility. He's not a bad depth piece, you know. Like I'm okay having him as a depth piece. You still got McFadden, Darian Beavers coming back, and maybe they resign Jalen Smith. Hope to God they actually go and sign or draft another linebacker that can be an impact player and not be such a vulnerability or a liability on defense. But, uh, Anthony, when you're looking at Landon Collins, why do you think he should get more opportunities? You know, Michael McFadden's been struggling. I think the Giants, right, 87% chance going to make the postseason right now. Um, I'd say you want to put your best people on the field, even though the development of Michael McFadden may uh, get hurt in the process. Yeah, for the reasons I mentioned earlier, I'll expand upon them. I think that the coverage ability of Landon Collins is what's really key here. Now, having that experience playing safety and then dropping into the box is really what separates him from anyone else. Because if you recall early season, let's think back to week one. I know week one was the, the one where we realized like the Giants entered the season with a real issue at linebacker because uh, the Titans backup running back, who was it, caught two touchdown passes. In the first few weeks of the season, opposing running backs were receiving on the Giants, like racking up receiving yards like they were slot receivers, like they were just going crazy and shedding uh, or shredding rather the linebackers in coverage on every single snap. And I think that's the key difference here. Now, that problem hasn't been as severe in recent weeks or recent months even, but just knowing that any given Sunday, a linebacker for the Giants can get shredded apart by a running back in coverage like that, that's always been in the back of my mind and been a fear for me. I think that's one of the reasons Tay Crowder was stuck on the bench for so long, because if you remember those first few weeks of the season, he was getting torched on a consistent basis by opposing 
running back. So now when you look at this defense, the Giants may have been limiting themselves because they didn't have the personnel to play coverage from a linebacker standpoint over the past few weeks. But now with Landon Collins being able to step into that role, he can cover a running back much better than any given linebacker because of his experience playing safety. So when we look ahead to the postseason or even to this week's matchup on Saturday uh, against the Minnesota Vikings, Dalvin Cook is a tremendous runner, but he's also a great receiver out of the backfield. He, he caught a screen pass in last week's game, that comeback victory against the Colts, and that was a huge gain for them, built their momentum, and they ended up winning that game somehow. But if you think back to that play and you think back to plays that you've seen from the Giants defense this season, we can't let that happen in a game like this. This is a crucial game for the Giants. If they win and get a little help, they clinch a playoff spot. So you want a Landon Collins out there, a former safety playing linebacker, to man up on Dalvin Cook and make sure that he doesn't cook you, so to speak. So I think that's really the key here is that Landon Collins has more coverage capabilities. And this past Sunday against Washington, we saw he's a pretty damn good run defender as well. Yes, he's a little bit undersized for the linebacker position, but he plays way larger than life. He plays like he is a linebacker in a safety's body, and he always has, even in 2016, that tremendous season that he had for the Giants. He played like a linebacker and the safety at the same time. That's why he was so good, because he had the ability to get down in the box, be that thumper, be a middle linebacker in the Giants' defense, and really make an impact there. And he still has that ability. Now, I think he's lost a little bit of a step. I don't think he's as fast or as good in coverage as he used to be. I think that's pretty obvious. But in his older age, I think that just makes him more of a linebacker than a safety at this point. So he's basically a retired safety and a transformed linebacker. And I think that's exactly what the Giants need. Again, looking at the way that they've been beat in coverage by certain running backs or maybe even tight ends so far this season, Landon Collins is pretty much your solution to that. And I think what their main concern was and why Collins wasn't seeing the field is because they were probably worried he wouldn't hold up and run defense. But after this game on, on, on Sunday night where the Giants got this win over Washington and seeing how he did hold up up and run defense and made a couple really crucial run stops they probably feel a lot more confident in him and they're ready to expand his role so i'm excited to see landon collins i've still got my jersey over in my closet hanging uh, collecting dust i think it's time to whip it out i think it's time to brush off the dust put on the landon collins jersey that i've been saving for a special occasion uh, I, I tried to repurpose it at one point I was thinking about repurposing it to say peppers on the back but thankfully i didn't do that so now peppers is gone so we got collins back i can wear my landon collins jersey this saturday and i think i'm gonna go ahead and do that as he hopefully elevates into that starting linebacker position for the Giants. There's nothing better than buying a jersey for somebody than them leaving and then they come back and you're like, yes, the jersey is still I'm, relevant. I'm holding out hope for OBJ <laughs> still because I have like five Odell Beckham Jr. jerseys that are just collecting dust in storage. It's ridiculous. There has to be nothing better than that. Like the player just making a comeback and actually, uh, you know, be, being a part of the team and the jersey is relevant once again. So I have to say, you know, Landon Collins, last game, Washington. Three tackles, played a season-high 27 snaps. I expect that to continue increasing. It seems like a lot of the beat reporters are saying something similar and that his role should be uh, continuing to increase instead of diminish. And as long as he's not on the practice squad, he's going to be seeing the field. And he he brought some energy. You know, he, he had a couple of nice plays. He had two stops, uh, which was really, really uh, good for him. And, you know, I, I would love to see him rejuvenate his career and really – you know, show us what he's got, you know, definitely the back end of it, um, if we're being honest. But I think that he has value, especially as kind of a de facto linebacker can fill that role. And he's a leader. He's a veteran, right? He knows he's seen a lot of football. Mike McFadden's seen next to no football at the professional level. So I do think it's a good uh, sign that, you know, Collins is taking a little bit more and, and they're starting to give him a little bit more opportunity. Um, and he's taking the most, making the most of it and taking advantage. So always happy to see players like that come back and make an impact. But guys, I'd love to hear your perspectives below on the Giants waving Tay Crowder. 
uh, maybe elevating Landon Collins and showcasing what he can do in a more prominent role. So very excited to hear your thoughts on that. Make sure to enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Like, subscribe as always, and we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Giants episode. Thank you.